Go get it if I want it Gotta make to myself a promise I won't quit, keep going till I got it I won't give up till I'm on top Yo, no, I ain't the type to give up If I do something, man, I do it till I get what I want I turn a business out of nothing into something I love I got a poker face, but honestly, I'm not one to bluff I flip a switch Welcome to Incoming with Margie Avery Where we consider life and how to get through it happily Hello and welcome to Incoming. I'm your host, Margie Avery. Thank you for listening today. Thank you for supporting the show. If you like the show, tell your friends about it or subscribe. As I've said many times, I started doing this not to make a living. I don't want to become some big powerful influencer. I mean, I wouldn't mind if I made a dime off of it, but I'm trying to reach out with news, with messages that we don't get in our current media. Things that I believe people need to hear, things that that I think, that I experience, that I have learned along the way, and I don't think I'm that unique or special, so I think that other people could stand to hear it sometimes. And today, one of the things that I want to talk about, I talk a lot about the changes I've made in my life and not being afraid and going out there and living your life because people, life is short. And when you look at people, when you're following influencers, when you're looking at people in social media, entertainers, royal family members, these people that are highly successful, maybe not the royal family members, that's a different, that's kind of a birthright thing, but these highly successful people that you admire and you want to be like, you have to understand, they put it out there and they took a chance. The only difference between you and them is that they took a chance. They had a thought, a dream, an idea, or just a vision of how they wanted to live their life, and they went out there and they did it. And often that's all that you have to do to achieve success in things. First, you have to start living a happy life, and you're living your true life. Then you will find that as you eliminate the people that don't belong in that life, people will come in that are more your people. And that will free you and free your mind. And maybe it's not about financial success. Maybe it's just about feeling happier in your life day to day. There's a lot of depression out there, a lot of mental unwellness out there. People are very, very unhappy. And I've experienced that like anyone else. And I'm just trying to share here perspectives on things, whether it be uh, a topic in the news that I've picked up on, some particular story, an event. I try to use them to illustrate an example of how we can relate to it and how, if you're faced with this, you can handle it differently. And I ran across this saying, the fears you face become your limitations. That's pretty profound. I'm going to say it again for you. The fears you don't face become your limitations. And, you know, I talked about all those successful people and all that. You know, every one of us, we're humans. We are very much alike. People have doubts. They have insecurities. They have lack of self-esteem. They've been picked on by somebody for something, you know, on and on and on. But it all comes down to fear. And there are no truer words spoken. When you don't face those fears, they become a hindrance. It's like a bully who blocks your way to school every day. That bully is going to be a hindrance until you finally face it down. And sometimes the bully is a thought inside your own mind. 
but these are things we have to face. I see so many people, people that I love, people within my own family, young people who are amazing and have talents and have so much that they could offer, but they are preoccupied with fitting into some group that they've decided they like. And it, the price of admission is to become something that you're not, to pretend to be someone that you're not, or to latch on to whatever catchphrase, this is my pronoun, or I am this, I am that, I do this, I do that, just to fit in with a select group of people, not because it's truly who they are, what they think, or how they feel. I'm not against any of those things, if it is genuinely you. But I am 150% against pretending to be something you're not unless you're an actor and you're being paid for it. Then it's your job. But as a way of living your life, it's not a good one. We all have fears and insecurities. I'm 58 years old. I sold my house. I moved across the country from Michigan to Florida. And I had this set in stone. I was doing it. I had an estate sale, sold everything that I owned. I didn't even know for sure that my employer was going to agree to let me work from home. But I decided I would find another job. I've been working for over 40 years not at the same place. I've been finding jobs for over 40 years. I would find another one. I took that risk. And I'm not superwoman. I had a lot of fears and a lot of hesitations. But the goal was more important to me. The goal was I wanted a different life. I lost my mom and I'd lived in Michigan for years. And I wanted to do something different with my life now that I had the opportunity because I I'd made the commitment to be there um, for my mom and when she passed I could do different things and I did I thought I'm I'm 58 years old I'm definitely two-thirds of the way through this adventure and the last third is not necessarily your healthiest or most energetic so I wanted to go out there and do some of the things that I wanted to do. So I took the risk. See, there's, if you think about it this way, I'm afraid to take a chance because I might lose something. Well, you had what it took to build it in the first place. So if you do take that risk, take a chance, do something you want to do, and you lose something, then you, you know that you have the knowledge of how to get it again because you got it once. And that's what I did. I thought, well, if I want another house... I got one the first time, I can get one again. If my employer doesn't agree to me working from home, I have skills, I have, I'm, I'm marketable. It's a good job market, I'll find another job. Again, I've been finding them for over 40 years. So to me, when I broke it down that way in my mind, there wasn't really a risk that I was taking. But there was certainly a fear and I faced it and it's worked out great. Fantastic, in fact. And... This is what I'm challenging you guys to do. If you're sitting there in discontent in your life or you're in a relationship you don't like or you're not happy with your physical fitness or you don't like the job you're in, you have a choice. Life is nothing but a nonstop series of choices every hour of every day that you're awake. Make a choice. Do something. If you don't like the job, get training. Start applying. Do whatever it is you got to do. To get a different job. It may not happen in one day, 
but it's never going to happen if you don't start taking steps in that direction. If you're not happy in the relationship you're with, I don't know, talk to the person you're with, see if there's something you can work out. If you think you're beyond that, don't let fear stop you. You have not been with that person from the day you were born. You had some amount of life before you were with them. End it. It's going to suck. It's going to be painful, but end it. Move on with your life. Find someone else that makes you happy and let them go find someone that makes them happy because odds are if you're not happy, they're probably not that happy either. You know, if you're not happy with your physical fitness, then get up and start doing something about it. You have complete control of this. And I believe in you. I know you can do it. You're a human no different than me. I dropped 42 pounds. I'm getting myself in shape. I'm still struggling with the quitting smoking, but I'm working on it rather than not working on it. Every day I work on it is one step closer to not smoking. Every day that I watch what I'm eating and be more mindful about the foods I'm intaking is one more day that I didn't put garbage in my body and compound the damage it can do to my body. And you know, a funny thing happens. It's so, so very hard when we start down these paths. But once you do, and you feel like you're just getting nowhere, it's like running on a treadmill and somebody's dangling whatever your carrot is out in front of you. You just feel like you're never reaching the goal. But you know what? I promise you, Eventually, you'll have a breakthrough. You'll start to see a couple of pounds come off. You'll start to see a little muscle build. You'll start to see a little success in your addiction that you don't want it quite as much. You don't smoke quite as much. You don't drink quite as much. You, you think about what you're eating a little more often. You, you handle your relationships with people a little bit better. When you start and you start to see a little bit of of results, I'll tell you what, that's when it becomes an addiction. And if it doesn't, it should. That should be your new addiction, your commitment to making changes in your life so that you can be happy. And again, I can't stress, it could be difficult at first. There are going to be people in your unhappy life that probably don't really belong there and will probably end up not being there. And currently, though, they are an influence in your life, and they will be naysayers. They will not help build you up. In little ways, they will tear you down. They will discourage you from going to the gym. They'll tell you, hey, just have that pizza. It's no big deal. Everybody has to have a break sometimes. Oh, don't quit your job. You got so much time in here. You're so valuable to us. Oh, why do you want to end this relationship? Because, you know, we've had these good times. Well, let me tell you, if you are unhappy and it is consistent, none of that matters. You need to make a change. You need to be true to yourself. And it's baby steps, but once you start being true to yourself, you will find those people that bring you down eliminate themselves from your life. And suddenly, you're going to be attracting different people. You meet different people at the gym. You're going to find people that notice that you eat healthy and they eat healthy too and will start conversations about it. You'll be on a job that you're just as valued but you're happier at. You're more content. You like what you do every day. You'll have a social circle of people that you actually look forward to seeing and they put as much thought into you as you do them. You'll be in a relationship that you find much more fulfilling or maybe you don't want to be in one. You'll be very happily alone at home.
and living your life outside of the house. These things will come if you start putting the work in. And it's not going to happen overnight. And you're going to have days that you fail. But over time, you will see success. You know, I, I'll share with you, I have arthritis. And I've done a lot of physical labor in my life. And working out really hurts. It's painful. And the pain can talk me out of it. But I, I was pushing myself for months to go three, four times to the gym. And I noticed that it started hurting less. I mean, it hurts when I work out because I have arthritis. But it hurts less when I consistently go and do it than if I sit at home and don't do it. I have better mobility if I go to the gym and do it some amount than if I don't. And overall, I have better mobility with less pain. Now, I had a break in there about six weeks. I had a lot of things going on. I, I had to go back to Michigan and do the final, final clean out of my house and close on it and some other things, very busy things at work. And I, you know, I'm going to admit, I, well, I wasn't physically there, but then I use it as an excuse not to do it. And I'm telling you, I'm feeling it again. I'm feeling that discomfort. And so I've, I'm going to get myself back into going again. And you know, it doesn't have to be some big thing. If you, if you go there and you don't feel like doing the cardio that day, then just go hit some weight machines or some free weights and do something. It will be something rather than nothing. You know, go for a walk through your neighborhood if that makes it easier for you. Something, just something. You know, if you're trying to, like I'm trying to quit smoking, started wearing a patch and I went from a pack a day to two packs at most, sometimes less per week. It's a significant decrease, but probably I'm at the point where I should just quit them altogether. But I look at it this way. Every day that I don't smoke a pack a day, I only have five cigarettes. That is an accomplishment. I am in a better place than I was two years ago. I lost 42 pounds. I put 10 of it back on uh, nearly a year ago. And I'm not, I'm not sure why I was going through a lot of stress. I had a lot of deaths in my family and the move and a lot of changes, whatever the excuse is. But, and maybe some of it might have been because I actually started to put on some muscle. But I'm back. I'm recommitted to changing my eating habits, eating better. Um, I think I was just treating myself a little bit too much, but I'm recommitted and I'm not beating myself up because I'm still working on the goal. And that is the important thing, that I'm still committed to the goal, which puts me further ahead than I was when I didn't work out at all, when I still smoked a pack of cigarettes a day. You know, I have a job now that I'm working with people. Yes, there's stress. It's work. There's a lot of work to do, stressful things going on. But I sought out an environment that wasn't hostile. And I could see myself staying here because it's a group of people that I can talk to. We can hash things out. They're not hostile. They're not all people I would choose as my best friends, but, you know, what's the odds of walking into a room full of, you know, 57 people and you're going to love all of them? But they're not evil people. They're not constantly causing drama, unnecessary, painful drama. And that is what I wanted in a job, and that's what I have now. 
So, you know, I, as I said, I'm sharing with you what I've done. And these are the ways that you get happy because the root of most unhappiness is you're not being true to yourself. You're not living the life that you really want to live. And that makes it impossible to get your mind in a quiet place where you can find some peace. We got to be grateful. We got to be thankful. But we have to honor this life we've been given. Because many people don't make it. You know, they don't make it to their 20s or their 30s. I mean, some people are born and live for hours. Some people are born with horrible afflictions that they have to deal with their whole life. But we have to be grateful and make the best of this gift. If you don't, you are just wasting your time here on earth. And how can that possibly be a recipe for happiness? So I have faith in you. I, I did it. I know you can do it. You have to get past all of the noise that goes on, all of the negative. If the negative news is getting you down, stop looking at it. Go through your news feed and filter it. If you have money troubles, you know what? Face them head on. If you need to file a bankruptcy and start over clean, do it. I don't care what anybody thinks of it. It's a great fresh start for people. And sometimes it's the best way that you can get out from under it and get recommitted and if it's just simply a matter of I make good money, but I've got some bills, okay, start paying them off. Give up some things that you really don't need. If you have it in your ability, the time to work a second job part-time for a while and just throw that paycheck at it, do whatever you have to do. Eliminate the things that you don't really need. Take on extra work if you can and throw all that extra money at the debt and get rid of it. And then you can breathe a sigh of relief. Unless, as I said, it's so overwhelming that it would take you years of living in poverty to do so. I know that there's a lot of people, people I respect, like Dave Ramsey, that gives people a doable way of getting out of debt and teaches them a common sense approach to keeping their money in order. In fact, if you feel you need help with that, I would highly recommend that you read his books and tune into his show. I, I don't know if you agree with anything else about him, but he's got a very good, common-sense, reasonable approach to finances, and it's a reasonable way to get out of debt for most people. But there are circumstances, and I know he speaks against this, but I'm going to disagree with him here. There are times in life where the burden is such that it would be years, decades, before you were out of debt, and it's not tenable. I mean, if you're 50 years old and you're looking at 12 years to pay off some debt, I recommend you just go and file a bankruptcy. Don't go to debt reconsolidation people because they do nothing for you. It's a waste of your time and your money. But file a bankruptcy if you can. If you can't because your income is too high, I don't know, contact these people and see if they'll settle for less. I mean, sometimes you can get them to do it. But I do believe that there are times some people you just need a fresh start and bankruptcy can be that. I'm not against that. I'm not going to judge you. I know many people who filed bankruptcies and move forward from it. In fact, I filed a bankruptcy. I filed two bankruptcies in my life. And I'm not ashamed to tell you that or share that with you because I'm not that special. I have been through things in life like everybody else. Now, that said, 
when I came out of my bankruptcy. One time, I'm going to be honest, it was a, a business partner that was trying to sue me, and it was going to cost an unreasonable amount of my money to fight him. So I just chose bankruptcy. But the other time was during the financial crisis of 2007, and like many, many millions of other people, I just had no other choice. But I will tell you that since then, I made a concerted effort. Again, since that time, jobs were not plentiful. I found myself working a $7 an hour job. I went from making over uh, $70,000, $80,000 a year to a $7 an hour job that barely gave any hours. And like many people that found themselves from the corporate suite to bagging groceries, I did what I had to do and I went and put in an honest day's work whenever they would give it to me. And I scratched and clawed my way back up the ladder and I do very well now. And I don't let my bills get out of control anymore. Again, it's not the events or the bad things that happen in life. It's what you do next. And if you freeze in place and do nothing just because you've hit a speed bump or you made a mistake or an error in judgment, you're going to forever be at that speed bump. You have to make an effort to start taking steps in the right direction to correct it, whether it be getting in shape, finding a new career, getting your finances in order, whatever it may be. So I hope that sharing this with you has helped a little bit. I hope that you take my advice and go out there and do something because I don't want to see anybody squander their life. And it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of how you want to live your life. It's your life. You do what you have to do to go live it, you know, as long as it's not harmful to yourself or someone else. So that's my call to action for you this week. Start taking steps. Get past your fear Make your good habits an addiction. And don't let the bully of fear stop you from living your life. I hope you'll tune in to the next episode of Incoming with Margie Avery. And subscribe. So where is all the positivity? I feel like we all just hate on everything is killing me. Thoughts build quick, causing different possibilities. Negative thoughts will cause different disabilities. So do better. Work hard under pressure. If you got no time, work smarter than ever. Don't ever let them tell you that you can't ever say never. And turn your mind into the truest to go-getters.